0: super talk mississippi media production
1: coleman taylor transmission servicing central mississippi for over 60 years their ase certified technicians offer dependable transmission services a warranty and record services call coleman taylor today for all your transmission needs
2: i'm steve azar and i'm on the other side of the microphone In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Hey, folks, welcome, welcome, welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar. Don't forget, glorious things await you. That's my word, and you know I get stuck on that. But when it's right, it's right. Our hallowed Mississippi rocks. Go to visitmississippi.org and check out what you're going to do this weekend. All right, man, since the last time I've had this prolific hit-making songwriter, Good guy. Good guy. Own, we have shared the stage together quite a bit, and quite a bit coming up. And I got to tell you, it's a different experience every time, not because of his fantastic songs or the stories behind them. It's just you never know what he's going to say and when he's going to say it. (laughs) And all of a sudden, the joint starts falling out of their seats. His song's so real, you can touch them. Anthems like Brad Paisley's waiting on a woman Daryl Worley's timely. Have you forgotten stayed number one? It's probably still number one uh, The smash hit <laughs> a little more country than that the list goes on and on but the bottom line is his songs are something that I dig because they're substantial that he so portrays uh, Things that you can really take a step back and reflect on few tunesmiths Smith's that I know do it any better So picturesque he actually puts you in the scene of each line of his songs trust me looking forward to spending a mississippi minute with this man he's out in i think yosemite california about to marry somebody we're going to dig into this right now with my pal <laughs> big old hit songwriting machine win Varble. hey win
3: what's going on steve
2: i got you in a truck right now Marsha's in in bed in yosemite and i pulled you out of that and there you go
3: yeah it's early out here but i my alarm went off it, it's you know, it gives you a two-hour uh, heads-up, and about uh, 6 o'clock, it's like, I was like, wait a minute, we, what, what? I was, I was like, you know, I had to get my burns, but I'm good now.
2: How do you feel about me once you saw that at 6 a.m.? Am I? And I know you flew all day yesterday. You got up early in Nashville, made the trek, cross-country. So when the alarm goes off, I want you to be honest with me and my listeners and your listeners now, <laughs> and tell me how you felt about that, truthfully.
3: I felt pretty good about it because I, I was going to get up early anyway. and Because uh, I went to bed. I was I was in the bed by 8 o'clock last night. I was
2: shocked. Okay.
3: Oh, man. And we all were. So uh, we were going to get today's our, our one day we got in Yosemite. So we're going to go check it out. And uh, the girls are in there getting ready. Hair dryers are roaring, and makeup's applying. So uh, I don't know why you got to have all that to go look at some waterfalls and stuff.
2: But. You know, I you know I would be in there with them with the hair dryer. You knew you do know that, don't you? <laughs>
3: well, yeah, <laughs> But I ain't got but like three left, so I ain't drying them. They, they don't take long to dry.
2: <laughs> hey, when uh, we were trying to make the trip, and I got a confession to everybody: I drank and drove the other day, but it wasn't my fault. It was one drink. It was uh, trying to get to Mark Bryan's charity event in Denny Hamlin out, up in uh, Charleston, or Danielle Island. So we drive, we get up at five in the morning, four in the morning, whatever it was, to get on the early flight out of Little Rock. We get on board, we sit down, they go, would you like a drink? The guy goes, and I said, and then uh, Gwen goes, we'll take two, uh, she goes, two Bloody Marys, and he goes, just for you? And I looked at him and I said, what do I look like? I'm right here, buyer. So she's she's ordering for us, <laughs> so anyway. I don't know if you call that an order, but you know what I mean. The bottom line is he brings them back. We we have our Bloody Marys, and all of a sudden the captain comes on and goes, Well, we're having some issues with some weather in Dallas, so we're probably going to sit here for a minute and we'll take off. Well, they deplaned us. They de-houred us to death a few hours go by, and I realized it wasn't going to work out. Uh, that we weren't going to get there until after the concert, after the golf the next day, uh, and so we sure. drove back home. So uh, and, and then we got home and by the time we got home we i don't even remember what we ate i probably had some bolognese i think in the freezer we thawed it out ate it and then we passed out we were just so tired i think it's 7 so these traveling traveling's tough man sometimes
3: traveling's tough hey we rode on the plane from Nashville yesterday and i think i don't know where it, the flight originated but there was a part there was a big family of people on there that looked like the Alaskan bush people and <laughs> they I mean, they, I'm telling you, they was, they wasn't one of them that didn't need at least a seat and a half. I mean, they were big people, you know.
0: Yeah. And,
3: um uh, and, and they're just loud and they're just, they're all over the place. And I told my wife, I said, something bad's going to happen on this flight with this bunch here. Cause we were surrounded by them. They, they were all around us. And showing sure up about, uh, 30 minutes before we landed out in San Jose, the, uh, one of the teenage boys, <clears throat> He tossed his cookies all over himself. They were all wearing masks, and he filled his mask up. And no. just went all over. And, oh, oh, man, I about went with him, man. I, that smell, I about, oh, oh man. I was, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to make it.
2: Oh, no. The whole plane would get sick. You know, the, you remember growing up when we were young, and one person would throw up, and then all of a sudden, it'd, like, start this chain of reaction that was.
3: Oh, yes, dominoes, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's I can't believe you call you know you conjured that up you know with I me I know
3: I probably did I yeah, probably you, did. I guess we ought to talk about something nice
2: well no wait, right. it's after lunch everybody hang in there with us okay but with that with that there's no telling where this conversation's gonna go so everybody hang in hey when you're gonna um you're going to marry a friend of yours and how did that have happen and then or do you have credentials that allows you to do so that makes it <laughs> legit
3: well yeah uh my my friend, Brendan Clark, he's, a, he's an old, well, he's not that old, but he's an Australian bull rider. And he uh, used to ride with PBR, and I would run around with him, a bunch of them boys back, you know, about 20 years ago. And <clears throat> we uh been friends for a long time. And he's, every time I play out here near uh, his ranch out here, he's him and his uh, fiance are there. So they asked me would I perform the ceremony. Hmm. And um, so I said, well, I don't know how to do that. And he sent me a link, and I went online and I got ordained by the Life Church or whatever, which I mean, I think just means if you're alive, you can do this. And, uh, <laughs> and so uh, <clears throat> I went in and paid my 40 bucks, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to get them hitched. In the right way before God and everybody, so we're gonna we're gonna do that Saturday, and uh, and then we're gonna have a big shin
2: So You didn't have to go like pass like a driver's ed test or the MCAT to get into med school to, to be able to legitimately just pay forty bucks and that's it.
3: Yeah, they're pretty strict, you know. <laughs> if you got forty bucks, that's about all you need. Uh, so
2: it's <laughs> so funny. I love it. I love. It. Hey, Wynn, you you moved to town in Nashville back in the day. Did you come? You really I talk about this all the time with a lot and our friends do um, They're songwriters who you know that that's what they do are songwriters, right? Uh, and and it's the best to watch and listen to the stories behind the songs But you've got that added element a, a true entertainer like really it's honest it comes from uh, uh, Like I always say an honest place and um, It's never really the same Even if you sort of tell the same joke, it's never really the same. What is there? Somebody when when you were growing up, were you in the class making all that noise or at the table (laughs) with your family? But truthfully, it comes from a place. You know, a lot of my friends that do it for a living, like I do it for a living. And, you know, I was sort of, uh, um, you know, looking for a little bit of laughter or look, you know, you know, you're sort of standing out a little bit here and there because you weren't afraid. Growing up now, you, I, I did a lot of stupid things and I said a lot of stupid things and I'll say some stupid things on this show. But you, you know what I mean? There's just sort of an aura about a person that loves to be in front of people and is comfortable and you are comfortable. So take me back, you know, and did you come to town to do the artist thing first?
3: Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Steve. I, I, I didn't. I, I came to be a songwriter. I saw a Austin City Limits episode when I was about 15 years old, and I'd written a few songs, you know, and plunking, plunking around on the guitar. I was a big Hank Williams Sr. fan and Merle Haggard and Tom T. Hall and all them guys. And uh, I I saw an Austin City Limits episode when I was 15 that had Whitey Schaefer and Hank Cochran, Lloyd Tillman, and a couple other guys on there that were songwriters and uh, kind of singer-songwriters. And, and they were passing the guitar back and forth, um, playing hits that he'd written for other people. And they were having the biggest time I'd ever seen anybody have. It just looked so fun. And I, and I set my sights right there, and I said, that's what I want to do. I didn't even know you could write songs for a living, you know. Wow. And so from that point on, that was my... That was my goal, you know and I, I've been very blessed you know over years.
2: I'm Steve Azar with wind Barble so many hit songs I don't know what to do about it. And the bottom line is you can almost taste his songs because the just the so they're so colorful and vivid and we call it furniture puts a lot of furniture in his songs. Go to visit that will uh, set you free this weekend. I'm Steve Azar.. Take one away. Hey folks, Steve Azar here and my friends at Guarantee Bank are most certainly giving you reasons to celebrate. You made a great move when you opened your Guarantee Bank account. All you gotta do now is let your fingers do the walking. From online banking, mobile banking, debit cards, mobile deposit, e-statements, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay and Google Pay, it's all right there. And don't forget to refer friends and family to Guarantee Bank and you'll both receive $50. Thanks for doing business with my friends at Guarantee Bank. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC.
0: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Your window tint headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
2: Get you back to living your best life at clinton
5: body shop we really do take pride in perfection and that's why we've been awarded the icar gold certification for our 30th year straight
0: It's happening now. Miss Kelly's Black Friday sale. There is no waiting. Get what you want today with our huge in-stock inventory, savings up to 15% and easy financing with no down payment. You can get it now and walk out without paying. Miss Kelly's Black Friday sale. Going on now in-store or online at misskellys.com. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Supertalk Mississippi. Imagine
2: a dirt road full of potholes with a creek bank and some cane poles catching Channel Cat. Rolling and rolling, rolling, rolling down in the Mississippi Minute. I am Steve Azar, Wynn Varble, Big hit songwriter. Dear friend is my guest today. He's out in California. I got him up early for this interview. It is taped. Hallelujah. Thank you uh, for tuning in. As always, visit Mississippi.org. You can thank me. Check it out. How long did it take before the time you picked your guitar up and decided? And obviously, there could be two different. T- Were you already playing guitar and playing music?
3: At that time, I was, yeah. Okay, so... was... <clears throat>
2: How long, how long before you you, you came to the realization that this is what I want to do, and then you had your first taste of success?
3: Oh, gosh, it was a long time. Um, I came to Nashville when I was about 22 the first time. I, sp- I spent the summer roofing with my cousin. <clears throat> I had a cousin up in Nashville, and uh, I actually had a— uh, another cousin that was a tape copy guy at Combine Music and they called him Whisper <laughs> and uh he ran the studio and all down there and I hung out with him you know every day that I wasn't working with my other cousin and uh <clears throat> I started hearing these songs that were coming in this would have been about 82 and uh I just, I thought to myself, I thought my songs ain't, ain't good enough yet. They're not that good. And, uh, I the only, the only way I could figure is that I hadn't done enough living to, to write great songs mm. yet. So I, I left Nashville and I, <clears throat> I actually, uh, went on the road showing horses with a buddy of mine and, uh and um across cross country three or four times and (laughs) played honky-tonks for about 10 years and then i then i moved back in 92 and uh, i was i was like all right i'm here now i ain't got no excuses so
2: well you just answered my earlier question you went and played honky-tonks for about a decade and that's where you learned to to entertain because you got to or you're you get in trouble (laughs) so i mean you know folks are tough if if they don't love you And if it's not coming from this real place. So you just answered that question. So I never knew that you did that. But I can tell you this. When you do perform the songs that you wrote, that you wrote with or for others who have had big hits on them, that everybody knows them, and they they don't know the other guy behind the song, I can tell you that uh, that's why, you know, I feel like you're... One of those folks that people just need to take the time whenever you're on a bill to come see because it's gonna be incredible. I mean Gwen I mean I, I tell Gwen I think Gwen just loves watching you and then I'll I'll say he's so politically incorrect and he can get away with it. Why? How does he do it? <laughs> how, how can he do it and it be so perfect? You know, I'm messing with you right now. You're you're really never put politically incorrect. But you do get away with murder well, that's here. That's not
3: today. what my wife that's not what my wife is. <laughs>
2: You do get away with a lot. I love it. We're talking to Wynn Barbel. Wynn, I can't imagine you on top of a roof. You got, had to be pretty close to the sun when you stood up on top of that thing, closer than most. Uh, those are humbling times. It reminds me of Mark Allen Springer, always wanting to do something. He goes, Steve, you, you have played live your whole life, and you have done that all your life, but you need to go build something. And I said, what? He goes, you need to go sweat and build something. And so I decided, well, hell, I'll build. I went upstairs in my attic, and I needed a studio. And, and, and I said, I'm just going to add about 1,500 square feet above our house because we had all that room in our attic. And there I was, and I called at my buddy, A.J. Masters, and, and, and here we go, who's, uh, who's looking down on me right now, and both of us going like, I hate you for that because uh, <laughs> I love you, but I hate you, but that was hard. Anyway, um, that was when I really started to lock in and things started to write themselves. I don't know, something about hard work meets what the art and craft that we do, and being able to articulate the feeling of somebody working really hard. Yeah, that's what a great country song's about, life, right?
3: It is, and um, <clears throat> it's funny you say that, because when I moved to Nashville in 92, I signed with uh, Riva's outfit, Starstruck, yeah. and... Uh, I studied, man, I was, I mean, this was my time, and I and I was just, I was consumed with uh, writing songs, and um, finally, you know, I, I, I had a few cuts, and I had beds, you know, just a few little singles and stuff, and, and finally, I, I I got married and, and started, you know, having kids and all this stuff, and I was just, like, living life, and we bought a farm out in the country, and, and that's when everything started kind of popping, because I was writing the from a different spot, instead of just trying to be clever and write, like, you know, songs like I'd grown up hearing, I was just writing songs about regular people, because that's that's who I was around, Mm. and it seems like you gotta, as as much prep as you can do on it, you still gotta have a life to know what to write about, you
2: know? Yeah, yeah, that's so So. true, yeah, because, uh, you know, for me, it was interesting. I wanted to always articulate where I was from, but it took all the experience and time and living here as a kid and then moving to Nashville and learning, you know, how to craft the song in the right way and then forgetting about all that and then doing all that in Nashville. But at some point, I wanted to come home. It was coming home that allowed me to see home in a totally different way. But at that point, after all those years, I had the ability without knowing I did. You know, it's not something you think about. But I finally had the ability to see everything and remember everything and being able to to lay it down on paper and then make records on it. It's funny, when you're growing up and you're in the middle of all of it, you can't see it, or you just don't know how to articulate it. You, do you know what I mean?
3: Well, it's all you know, too, so you don't even know the other side of the coin, you know. Right. So you get out in the world a little bit, and yeah. you can't see how different you're, growing up in Mississippi is from growing up in New York or somewhere like that.
2: You know? Yeah, yeah. You recently jumped on a bus talking to Wynn Barble, my pal. Big old smash hit songwriter. Very tall drink of water he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, about to marry somebody, which I don't know about that with a $40 license. I mean, you know, the good thing is you probably won't have to get an annulment. If it doesn't work out for your pal That and he gets uh, bucked off that uh, bull, then a little soon, then you probably go, hey, it wasn't legal anyway. <laughs>
3: No, no, because I'm going to tell them during the service that I consider myself a pretty good fisherman. And when I tie a knot, it does not come under.
2: So. Speaking of fishermen, today, you know, we taped this show, everybody. It, they won't let us do it live because of folks like me and Wynn. There's no telling what we're going to say. So uh, my producer, Will, Will, you're listening. It's a good idea never to let me do live with my friends but you know sometimes you let me with people i don't know but anyway because we'll be nice um so when let's talk about the new journey that you've been on it's a rebirth you've gotten on a bus again with a bunch of songwriters going to write with artists something that i ran i was on a tour bus in the back of it for 15 eight, i guess 18 years so how was that experience full circle speaking of uh, and w- were you guys successful, do you think, in, in pinning some songs that's going to stick?
3: Yeah, I went out, <clears throat> you know, I'd been on a bus, tour bus probably in 20 years, and, uh, really didn't care nothing about getting on another one, to be <laughs> honest with you. But my publisher, Chris Oglesby, called me and he goes, Hey, man, there's a bunch of guys going out with Randall King. Randall's, uh, an artist on Warner Brothers, real country, you know, I mean, great singer, great, you know, George Strait kind of guy, you know. And, um, He said, uh, what would you think about going with him?" And I thought, oh, God, I don't want to do that. Sleeping in them little tiny bunks and little coffin bunks on there, you know. I'm too old for that mess, you know. But, uh, we actually had just a huge time. There was about six guys went out for about four days, and we would take turns riding with Randall. We weren't riding with Randall. We were riding with each other. And, uh, it was fun, man. It, It was, we had a blast, and, uh, It kind of got us familiar with, you know, because we went to Randall's show every night and kind of got familiar with, a little more familiar with what he does and what he does live and all that stuff. And we could have done it in town and it would have been fine. But there's, you know, you know how it is out on the road. There's some camaraderie out there, you know, and it it was great.
2: Did you guys end up writing any things on your own without Randall? I mean, like you guys were. In, we
3: did, but what the deal was? What <laughs> they said, uh, if 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 you don't write it with Randall, what we'd like to do is have first crack at it, you know. Uh, and we'll we're gonna hold everything for two weeks that y'all write, and then we'll go through them and kind of figure out which ones that you know are yeah. for him and which ones ain't. So I was like, that's fair.
2: I love it. So I love you
3: know, it. yeah.
2: Most songs you've ever written in a week?
3: Oh gosh, I don't know, man. Uh it was probably be back in you know back in the nineties uh, when I first came to town. It was you know I was so ate up with it. I was just uh, I mean I'm still ate up with it, but it's made up with something else now. But yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah.
3: anyway, uh, <laughs> they uh, I, you know I mean sometimes we'd write two or three songs a day back then, but. You know, that's part of experience and age. You kind of, like, learn what not to write. You know what I mean? It's like we I would demo 150 songs a year back then and yeah. just demo them, you know, and not, not counting how many I wrote. And uh, and it was just like I was working like crazy, but kind of spinning my wheels. I, I'd, every once in a while, I'd get one cut. You know how it is, Steve, in this business. you you The stars have to line up in every direction for you to get a hit.
2: Every that's single too. direction. Yeah.
3: I mean every way you can turn and uh, one of them isn't lined up and you end up with an empty sack, you know.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be right back with Wynn Varble. I'm Steve Azar. Visit Mississippi.org, click it. I'm a little more country than that. I'm a little more country than that. I'm a little more country than that.
0: Wake up and have some gallo with your grits. Start your day with up-to-the-minute news and talk. Customized for you. Gallo.
5: Love listening to you every day. Every day.
0: Mornings
1: on Super Talk, Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high only to 49. Tonight, clear and cold, low all the way down to 26. You're finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 55. Friday evening, partly cloudy, low around 31. And for your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 53. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis mclaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis mclaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
3: Gerard Gibbert here, host of Middays with Gerard. My friends at the Rogue have been serving Mississippians for almost six
0: decades. As the leader in men's clothing in Jackson, whether you are back in the office or going to events, the Rogue has you covered this fall for all occasions. With the holidays coming up, the
3: Rogue will have all your gift-giving covered for Christmas. Also, stop by to see the latest game day styles for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Remember to shop
0: local,
4: shop the Rogue Bridge Builders. Your next deal on wheels is at Pinnacle
1: Motors. Head on over to Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon for that no-hassle experience on your next pre-owned car, truck, or SUV. Classics? From a 57 Chevy to a Corvette, we have those too. And grab that trailer to pull that four-wheeler, ATV, or tractor as well. Financing, warranties, and we'll buy your vehicle too? Pinnacle Motors is the place for you. Visit us online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors.
4: I'm Caleb Sailors and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. A grandfather sent his grandson to the hospital after shooting him multiple times, according to Byron Police. Authorities say the shooting happened in a home on Sywell Road Tuesday night around 8.30. The 67-year-old grandfather has since been arrested for aggravated assault and domestic violence and is being held in the Hines County Detention Center. Meanwhile, the 18-year-old grandchild is at the University of Mississippi Medical Center and is in serious but not critical condition. The shooting allegedly took place over an escalating argument about money. With this being a domestic incident, the names of the victim and the suspect have not been released. And the average cost for a gallon of regular fuel in the Magnolia State is now $3.17, $0.55 cheaper than the national average. And according to Gas Buddy, the cheapest gas in Mississippi can be found at Sam's Club in South Haven at $2.75 per gallon.
0: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Every day, be sure to catch the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, greatness starts with the 2023 Ford F-150. Winning requires the right game plan, like the impressive towing and payload you will only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com for details. And don't miss the college football fix. Hey, I'm Andy Jones from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer and being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: I hear people say we don't need this war, but I say there's some things worth fighting for. What about our freedom? And this Steve Azar with Wynn Barbel. I know that we've probably gotten we in a little trouble today, key. but that's part of the deal. Go to visitmississippi.org. Yeah. That will get you out of timeout. Trust me. Talking to Wynn Barbel. What about, let's talk about, have you forgotten? Because there was a, a group of folks saying, no, that's not a good idea. We shouldn't put that out. Um, and the, the record lived at number one for how long? Seven weeks. Seven weeks. I mean, which doesn't really happen anymore. Didn't happen back then. So take our listeners on that journey of writing it and then what you sort of had to go through to convince folks that it was a no-brainer.
3: Well, I, you know, Daryl had come back from Daryl Worley had come back from a USO tour. It was the Christmas it was the Christmas after the Christmas after 9-11 so it was like a year and a half or a year and a few months after 9-11 happened and he came back and we were scheduled to write we had an idea we were gonna write and it was not have you forgotten and um he was showing me pictures of his USO stuff over there and I said man I said you see all these guys these people serving this country and then you turn on the TV and you see these people protesting the war over there, and, and like like nine eleven never happened. And um, and my dad was a huge patriot. I mean, he 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 lost a lot of his friends over in the South Pacific, and uh, he we he made sure we observed Pearl Harbor Day. You know, every mm-hmm. year it was it was not just December seventh. It was it was a solemn occasion. You know. And um, anyway, I just said, man, it's, look how long it's been since Pearl Harbor Day. And now it's a year and a half after 9-11. Everybody's kind of sweeping it under the rug, you know. And um, I said, it made you, you have they forgotten what those people did to us a year and a half ago? And and Daryl said, man, maybe we should write that. Have you forgotten? And I said, oh, wow, yeah, that's cool. So we wrote it, and um, we just we just— Put everything we were feeling down on paper and into a melody, and and uh, he wanted to do it on the Opry that weekend. And uh, his manager told him it was too political, and uh, he shouldn't do it. And he played it for his dad one afternoon. His dad said, "You damn right, you need to do that, son. I said, people need to hear that." And uh, so, thank goodness, he listened to his dad instead of his manager. And. Yeah. Um, and and I mean, you know, I'd, I'd hate to be the one having to make those calls. You know what I mean, Steve? It's
2: like. Yeah. Yeah. The first time it hit the airways, all you did was basically stop the car if you were driving or you sat still. You set you know, you, you took a deeper seat in the couch if you were sitting and you just sat there and listened and said, yeah. I mean, like it was medicine. We still needed to be healed. And, and there was medicine that needed. And that was a drug that none of us had had consumed yet to help the healing process
3: yeah i don't know i didn't you know i didn't ever think of it as political but me neither you know um i mean there's a lot of stuff i don't think is political i just think it's american and uh and there's and but somebody can find politics in anything some somewhere you know so i don't know man i i think i mean i think the uh it was the fastest song to number one, they said, since Convoy. Yeah. We went to number one in five <laughs> <Convoy>. weeks. <laughs> yeah, Correct. Rubber Ducky and all that. But, uh,
5: wow. yeah,
3: man, it was crazy. And, uh, and it was my first number one song as a songwriter and Daryl's, too. And, uh, we didn't even know. We were like, what what happened? You know, I mean, yeah. it just happened so fast. And then he was on the road with President Bush and Sean Hannity and all these people. And, yeah. And then, then it kind of, <laughs> After that, it kind of felt like maybe it is political. I don't know, but all, all I knew that, that everywhere Daryl played that song, and everywhere I played the song, people got up out of their chairs, on their feet. You, know?
2: well, you bring up an interesting point here. There was a time, unfortunately, tragic, tragic things, and with terrorism all over the world, all around us, going on nonstop, in our our youth and and, and loved ones. Uh, not so young, over at war, and coming back uh, not in not in the shape that they were before. You visit Walter Reed one time, you walk out of there crying. I mean, you do. Oh, yeah. So the bottom line is that we had come together then because of something so tragic. So I wish you are right. This song could be so timely again that you guys are going to do the we, Have We Forgotten? Because have we? Because we need to keep being reminded that— um, there was a time when something so awful brought us together. I mean, I, I love that. I think it's going to be awesome. Awesome. Well, awesome.
3: I don't, you know, it was, it was actually Noah Gordon uh, who's running the, uh, or hitting up the label over. I guess uh, he uh, he asked Darrell. He said, "What's the biggest?" thing? He said, "We want to we want to sign you and we want to get you back on the radio, maybe." But what's the biggest thing that's ever happened to you? And he said, "Have you forgot?" He said, "Exactly." He said. That that song's coming up on its 20-year anniversary next, at, at, after the first of the year. In 2023, and he said, uh, why don't you and Wynn go in and see if y'all can, you know, write one that, that'll bring people back together, because he said, you know, he said the same thing. He said, after 9-11, we were as together as, as anybody can remember, maybe besides World War II, and, and I wasn't around then, you weren't around then, but,
2: you right. know, some of them right. still were, but... Hmm. I love it. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Talking to Wynn Barble. A... He's in Yosemite. Uh, Wynn, your first hit, what was it? Big hit.
3: Um, My first, well, I think, Have You Forgotten, was my first big hit. I had a, I had a few kind of hits, like, I had a song on Sammy Kershaw called Fit to Be Tied Down. That was, yeah, I loved uh, it. That was politics, religion, and uh, her record. And, uh, and that was my first, you know, top 15 hit. And, uh, it was it was to hear to hear somebody that you know their voice from the radio to sing one of your songs on the radio is, is pretty like unbelievable, you know, after you've been chasing it so long and um i was uh I was fishing one day uh getting my boat out of the water, and I'd been listening to listening you know Nashville's always the last place you're gonna hear your song you know when you when you wanting to hear it on the radio yeah. and uh <laughs> and uh i was i was i had my door open with with the radio going and I, was, I was getting my boat up on the trailer and <clears throat> this guy was parked next to me getting his putting his boat in and uh the song came on and i was just like i ran around there and turned it up and i wanted so bad to tell that guy next to me you know that's my song i wrote that song you know but he i knew he didn't care so i didn't say anything yeah.
2: <laughs> You know. Sammy used to run around great. with a backpack with money in the back of it, right? Do you remember that? He had that backpack with him all the time. They oh, said the he, had, bag. he had a lot of cash in that thing. Oh, did he? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He was gonna build yeah, his I know chicken he place. Was.
3: <laughs> oh that's right that's right yeah he was he was an interesting cat he still is I guess but yeah, uh
5: yeah yeah yeah
3: anyway that was my first one I had uh I had actually had Daryl's first single called When You Need My Love that me and him wrote me and Daryl were roommates in Nashville for a while and so we probably wrote 150 songs together during that time wow
2: I loved see I didn't know that I love it
3: yeah yeah it was crazy we were uh we were both single and Chasing gals, hard as we could go, and writing songs, and just you know, living the, living the dream. You
2: know? I'm glad you're in the truck right now because you'd be back in the doghouse if Marcia heard you say that, as she's drying her hair and getting ready for the evening. We're with Wynn Varble. Wynn, visit Mississippi.org is it? It's what we roll. You've been you come to Mississippi every year now with us and on the farm, and we do our songwriter Mockingbird Songwriter Festival, and love love you being on our sacred ground. You get to play DJ. Would you like to listen to into the break? Let's go, Charlie Pride or Conway Twitty.
3: Dang man, that's yeah, pretty tough choice. Tough. Uh, I'd say I'd say since Charlie Pride's a Mississippi boy, we ought to do Charlie.
2: They Pride. both are Mississippi boys. Did you not know that?
3: No, I thought, I thought Con- uh, Conway was from uh, Arkansas or
2: something. Well, I'm thinking he's over there in Moon Lake, but we're going to do a little research, but I'm pretty sure Conway's from Mississippi as well. Well, let them both then.
3: What the know. heck, we'll do a
2: little medley. Don't go nowhere. I got hey, Wind yeah. Barber with me. We're going to do some research. I think I'm right and Wynn's wrong, which is usually the case. Don't go nowhere. <laughs>
1: that's, that's usually the case. You're the child. dream. See, I've been way too long. Roll on, roll on, Mississippi, roll on, Mississippi. Roll on.
2: Steve Azar here and my friends at Guarantee Bank are most certainly giving you reasons to celebrate. You made a great move when you opened your Guarantee Bank account. All you gotta do now is let your fingers do the walking. From online banking, mobile banking, debit cards, mobile deposit, e-statements, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay and Google Pay, it's all right there. And don't forget to refer friends and family to Guarantee Bank and you'll both receive $50. Thanks for doing business with my friends at Guarantee Bank. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC.
1: Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glockstead or online at bennelson.com.
2: Are you getting stressed out trying to buy or sell in today's real estate market? Hi, I'm Adam Moore of Four Corner Properties. At Four Corner Properties, we take pride in making your buying and selling experience simple and stress-free. With the foundation of our company being built on faith, family, and friendship, you can put your trust in our team at Four Corner Properties. So whether you're looking for a new home or looking for that new hunting track, give me a call on my cell at 662-528-2581 or at the office at 601-952-2828. Sit back, relax, and let me do do the work for you. Do you like saving money? Then don't
0: be a turkey! ...and overpay for your next vehicle. Head to Mazda of Jackson and scoop up a brand new Mazda today. Every car, SUV, and crossover in stock is priced to move. Get super low 2.9% financing for 60 months on new 2023 Mazda CX-9s... ...and 3.9% financing for 60 months on new 2023 Mazda CX-5s. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. Have a clucker that you're looking to trade in? Let us give you top dollar for it and get you one step closer to your new ride... At of Jackson, we offer more selection, more savings, and more affordable monthly payments every single day, period. Remember, we have the best credit team around, and 100% credit approval is our number one goal. So don't be a turkey and overpay for your next vehicle. Get to Mazda Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today.
1: Mazdaofjackson.com. With credits, like models, for credit, like Momo See you details
4: Callaway's Black Friday Christmas sale starts now. All permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands, thirty percent off. All Christmas ornaments, picks, and sprays, twenty percent off. All Christmas lights and nativities, thirty percent off. Come visit Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store, all on sale. Fresh Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, and poinsettias will be arriving the week of Thanksgiving. This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown, High. Callaway's has a large selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, and winter color plants. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 20 to 50% off. Callaway's has received a large truckload of ceramic pots. All colors, all sizes, all on sale. Don't forget our Black Friday Christmas sale. All Christmas on sale. Shop now and save. Callaway's Gladstadt, Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick
0: every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation Studio. Contact MCEF today, leading the way in training, credentials, and job placement. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees.
1: meridian tk productions at the temple theater proudly present live at the temple all sunday december 4th at 2 p.m live at the temple is a collaboration of artists from mississippi live at the temple will be recorded live and all download proceeds will be donated to the temple restoration initiative call 601-693-1103 for
0: sponsorship and ticket information In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: I miss the ride. The ride of my life. I'm Steve Azar rolling down a Mississippi Minute with my pal wind varble. Uh, just incredible songs he's written. Visit Mississippi.org is your next destination. Check it out. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Um, when, so you go from Yosemite to where, and you do a lot of songwriter festivals, including, uh, including a lot of songwriter nights and storytelling. How many a year are you doing now?
3: Um, I don't, I don't even know, to be honest with you. I was in, uh, I did a thing up in Stanford, Kentucky. Me and you were out in, uh, Memphis and Jonesboro. And,
2: Monroe uh, the and other day?
3: Down Monroe, Louisiana the other day.
2: Yeah.
3: And, uh. And that was fun. Boy, well, Monroe—they were—they were all fun. But
2: that was.
3: Monroe bunch was—they was, were—they were some characters yeah. down there.
2: And that. <laughs> I love them, love them, I love them. Oh, you got your alarm going off. Is that your alarm that wakes oh, you up it, in the morning?
3: I think that's my daughter is still hooked to the Bluetooth, and I'm sitting out here in the oh, car, right. so I didn't wake everybody up. I love. It. But um, but anyway, um, you no, man, I, I I really enjoy getting out and playing. Um. It's, you know, with the streaming revenues the way it is, it's, it's kind of took the place of our mechanical royalties, really. You
2: yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's good for us and good for the listener and good for fans because I do feel like it's pushed a lot of you guys finally off of the couch and out of your comfort zone of just, you know, doing something else besides writing and being at home. You guys needed to be on the road the whole time. It's where I get my biggest oh, look. I live for it. I love being on stage with you guys. You guys have no idea because um, the stories behind the songs and the characters that penned them—that to me is still that's the best entertainment you're ever going to get. You can put bright lights uh, on, you know. I, I've been under those crazy bright lights a lot in my life and all that, but it still doesn't change the fact of you still have to have the songs and you still have to be honest with your crowd and with your band, and all that. But when it's just no lights, and maybe got a white light or two on you, or one little blue light, and nothing's moving, and nothing, you don't no pyro, and none of that, and the stage isn't huge, and there's not these big jumbotrons behind you, and all it is is you and the song, well, to me, that is as special as it gets. That's
3: it. Steve, you're right. And how many times, you know, these, for the people listening, you know, it's a it's a very intimate setting, you know, it's be you know, probably three or four guys sitting on stage, just taking turns playing songs they've written for other people, and um, and it's and telling the stories about how this song came up. Mm. And how many times have you had people say, "There's about two or three things that you always hear at these things." I don't even like country music, but I love this.
5: Yeah, no, all the and, time, all the or,
3: time. Or or they'll say, "I'd rather see this than a big." Yeah loud fancy show you know i'd rather come see this than that a hundred times over
2: yeah know? well you know i so, struggle with both of it when because i love being on my band with both horns going and yeah. then i love it when there's no horns and then i'll go oh i like it better when it's three piece and then when you're by yourself or with you guys on stage we're doing solo stuff with just you and a guitar go oh, i like that better It's interesting. For me, I love them all so much, and I feel like they all have their place for me. Um, Well, they do, no doubt. But but for the fans, if you could go see Bruce Springsteen sitting down with a guitar by himself, which he's done before, right, but in an intimate setting with a few hundred people, you know, just sitting there and locked in with him and his guitar telling those stories, to me, I would rather see Bruce that way than any way. Cause, like, he's in your living room. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the the thing about it is, we're not going to fill any arenas doing this. No. You got to have the big. You got to have the big show to do the arenas and stuff, and 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 you know that's all great, but <clears throat> for the average, you know, just guy that's probably over, you know, thirty five, wants to kind of go check out some some honest, like you used to call it, honest music. I mean, it's hard to beat. Uh, I mean, that thing you do down there in uh, Leland is is it's just two days of it, you know. I mean, it's great.
2: Well, there's a, there's a uh, they put a time limit on me, me and you guys being together. We only have forty eight hours. After that, we turn <laughs> we turn into something that I don't need to talk about. That's uh, that's Cinderella. We could rival Cinderella. I can tell you that. But you know, glass yeah. boot rather than a glass slipper. Well. I appreciate you taking time, especially waking up early for me out in California. Uh, get your friend married. Tell Marcia, Gwen and I send love. Y'all have fun out there. Y'all travel back safe, and you and I will ride again very soon. I appreciate it.
3: Yeah, man. Hey, kiss Gwen on the jaw. And, I and will. I appreciate you, Steve, and I can't wait to see you
2: again. Gwen told me I could kiss you on the jaw, Gwen, so let me do it, dang it. Gwen Varble, folks, my guest <laughs> today on In the Mississippi Minute. So many incredible songs. You can go... Search out Wynn Barbell and listen to his music online. He's uh, actually got a lot of great music out as well. And he's got the best song I've heard written in a long time called Fishing on a Star. Today, Bill Dance is my guest uh, on the show today, Wynn, which will be, by the time you air, will not be the case. You'll be on there. But our boy Bill's on there right now. Uh, So... Uh, we're talking about fishing. I told him all about your song, by the way. Everybody?
3: Oh, man, I love Bill. He's an old buddy of mine. Tell him I said hey and uh, play him that song if you get a chance.
2: I'm going to do it. I'm sending it right now. Later on, folks, go to search out, search out. So many incredible things. Did I say search out? You can search it or set it. I'm Steve Azar. Later on. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. Where you can take your sweet time.
0: Wake up and have some Gallo with your grits. Start your day with up-to-the-minute news and talk. Customized for you. Gallo. Love listening to you every day. Every day. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.